0: Let me talk at you. Welcome one and all to Not Just A Guy, the show about buying for struggling storytellers. I'm your host, Not Just A Guy, the Guy, Garrett Briones. Coming off the launch of our new show, Not Just A Guy last week. Very happy with how that one turned out. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, you know, traction so far on the show is a little slow, but we're we're working on things, and uh I'm I'm really interested to see what that show can grow and become uh you know it's a lot more that one's about if this show is about the storytellers that one is about the stories and just celebrating um accomplishments and storytelling and why we come back to certain stories and why certain stories continue to be told like that's what that show is all about and I'm very excited to keep doing it as well as doing this show I love doing this show I'll be honest though with the show it is sometimes it's really hard to come up with uh with uh, topics and ideas, just because you know things are slow going. Still, uh, I'm still trying to get my audio drama off the uh, off the ground. I'm I've been recording with people, you know, recording with uh, at least one person, and I'm hoping to have that person on the show uh, once we wrap, just to kind of talk about the um, the process, um, you know. And, and in uh, so far this year, I've been trying the idea of having specific topics for a month. I you know I think that idea. I think it's been hit and miss just because, um, there's not always a ton to say, you know, breaking the idea up into multiple, um, weeks and installments. This week was supposed to continue the idea of making it. I had something planned, but, uh, it just, I, scheduling-wise, I just wasn't able to make it work. So, I'm kind of just going off on a different venture. But I, I do still want to keep talking about the idea of making it, and I'm hoping that I can continue that, um, that thread I I have a I have a guest episode in mind uh, that's all related to making it I'm hoping to wrap back around to that but um, yeah coming off this you know the or the launch of that and uh, I as far as if I've been struggling I think I have you know I've been uh, I think for a little bit you know I'm I've been using the production side of the um, of the audio drama to kind of put off other creative work I think I'm definitely starting to find, um, balance with my, uh, with my creative and my, I think my, my work to keep the lights on is, uh, slowly, you know, I think I'm starting to adjust to it all the better. Um, I think I'm learning how to navigate life again with it, to put it that way. Yeah. I'll be honest. It was hard, you know, working, I'm used to working one job that can, you know, pay to meet my needs. And, um, Ain't my needs in some once, uh I'll be honest, but it, it's been a little bit of an adjustment curve, um, or like there's been an adjustment period um, to figuring out how to work two jobs. and And my hats are off to people that work two or three at a time uh, because I, I know I've been struggling, just with the exception of the last couple of weeks, uh, like having one day. I I've been working for at least you know I've been working at least one job every day, um, with just one day in, with three days in the last month where I was off from both. So it's taking a little bit of adjustment. And I, I think my creative, um not my creative passion, but my creative uh pursuit and actually writing and uh, doing different things like that have definitely taken a toll. It's a lot harder to schedule these um these recordings. It's uh I it, it's taking me longer to it's taking me more time to figure out when I can record. It's taking me more time to schedule around other people's uh you Know their lives and their jobs, um, still trying to find more people for the, the project, and um, I, I don't know, it's just uh, it's a lot, and uh, I, I'm still trying to navigate it and, and see what is going to be the most effective way. Because I, you know, I've been working, I've been writing this thing since um, since the end of 2022, and then it, I wrote uh, I wrote nine, I mean, I started in 2022, but let's say I finished nine scripts in 2023. And I'm just now getting to the production side of it. Obviously, I didn't think it was going to be like boom, 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 boom. But it, it it's a lot slower going than I thought it was going to be. And, and maybe it's just because I'm kind of the only person coordinating it behind the scenes, I, I thought I was going to have a little more help with that. And it's just I wasn't able to um, define partners on it um for the, for the for the pre and the actual production you know I had post-production figured out pretty much but it these just you know the first two steps have been mostly just me uh, coordinating everything getting everything ready which I mean it is my project and it is my responsibility but uh it would be nice to have a little more help I guess I'm, I'm figuring it out uh and I'm I'm actually really uh um there's been a few setbacks but um I'm I'm back I, I'm I'm about to start writing in because it's been it's been so slow going uh, on the production side of it I've just kind of decided like oh well you know what I'm just gonna start writing some of the the future things for the series like I'm just gonna write them out and get them them done you know or at least get first drafts done and just move ahead because I, I have a creative itch again it's been a while since I've I've sat down and written anything so I'm just gonna get back to that do that to get me back in the swing of things uh, hopefully I'm gonna write some shorts not too long after that I want to write like the next I want to complete the next like volume quote unquote of of stories for this um for the audio drama and then uh and then yeah write write some short films that maybe I can shoot this year and start developing a feature I haven't decided which project of of my many that I have that I want to start develop developing as a feature but I I plan to start doing that this year I really want to um I have no excuses I have no no reason not to be doing the work to get my film career ready, um, I feel like last year, there were a litany of setbacks, but I was still putting in the work, and I feel like I've been a little, a little slower going, uh, this year, you I know, mean, we're almost two months down, and, uh, I, I don't think I've been putting in the, or laying any groundwork for my future storytelling, so, um, uh, for my future film stuff, so, um, I've been trying to make that a big priority this year, is to, to get back to that, and, um, and yeah, I, and I'm trying to take it slow. And it kind of goes into today's topic, which I got from my uh, lovely fiance and editor of the show, uh, Emily, this idea of conquering creative overload. Now, what does that mean? Uh, I think the most the most recent example I have and the best example I have for me is um, last summer, I've talked about this where I had, I, I had no job, I, um, I, the job I did I was doing, uh, it was not offered during the summer. So I kind of just had to wait. And so I I had so much free time. And so I was like writing, I was making myself write every single like day, almost. Um, that's really when I finished a lot of the scripts, I went right on to the second um, volume of scripts for the project. And I completely It was almost too much. Like, I only did half of it because I just got so overwhelmed. Um, I spoke about this a little bit on um, the burnout, the first burnout episode. I assume that there's some other storytellers that can um, relate to this. My brain almost fires off on too many cylinders. And to put some meat on that bone and and describe what I mean, the audio drama is the perfect example because that's the main creative project I'm working on right now. I have so much of it planned out. I have like, if I had to guesstimate, I have, uh, let's see, maybe fifty plus scripts and stories related to that thing. I know where, I know um, the beginning of this, of that that world. I know the end. I know, I know where so many characters um are in relation to to the storytelling. I know so many things. And, and I, I I think I think about every single day, but it's like I get so I get so excited, which is a good thing. But I almost get so excited that I almost don't even know where to start. Like I I get so overwhelmed and so far ahead of myself that it's like I can't. I almost can't even. I can't. I almost can't even tackle the page in front of me because it it gets to the point where it's like I am so. I am so mentally far ahead than where I am now that it, it causes almost like a different kind of rider's block because it's like, holy crap, well, I mean, I know I know the road to get where I'm going, but like I have I have to pave, it's like you know the destination, but you have to pave the road to get there, and I mean, any story is already like that, but it's like I know this story leads to the larger picture, The I know how this connects to that and yada, yada, yada. And, and I think like last summer, especially when I, I, I knew so many ideas and I had so many things in my head that like when it came time to like actually write, I was struggling so hard because I was like just bursting with so many ideas and so many stories and, and almost not even thinking about the story that I was working on. I was like so, so down the road and so, just so lost in in the storytelling and and I think that um it it can be really daunting and and I I think I've kind of like developed some ways to um to tackle it and and to figure it out like you know figure out how I'm navigating my way to what I want to do um so I'm going to talk about what works for me and I I hope maybe you can apply these to your own things about you know slowing down. I, I think sometimes we, we we as creatives, we get so excited that we don't think about slowing down. And I think our work can suffer because of it. You know, I think some of those scripts that I wrote at the time last year, I think that they suffered for it because it, it felt like I was just so like, ah I got to get this out of my brain. Like, I, I got to get the like, it maybe isn't the strongest version of, of what the story can be as I move into other drafts. And um, these, this is what's working for me. And, and if it works for you, then I'm happy, and if, if, if you have your own techniques and things like that, I would love to hear them, uh, you know, NJAGprod, P-R-O-D, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, you know, you can let me know, from, one of the things that has been a, I, I love to take notes, and I like, I like to actually write down, I have a notebook, I'm looking at it right now, that, um, if I go on trips, I or, you know like if I go back home, I bring it with me. I always have it on my desk, and I always have a pen attached to it. Um, I write down so many things. I write down lines, and I also use the notes app on my phone. Um, I write, I just write everything down because I'm like, okay, you run the risk of uh, just have, if you just have it in your brain, you run the risk of it, of losing it. So I'm always like, okay, well, I got to get it. I got to get it down. I I almost need to kind of like get it out of my head and in hopes that, you know, eventually I'll come back to it. But when I'm brimming with ideas, I, I just, I need to get them out, quote unquote, out of my head. I need to get them somewhere else so that even so that I, if I forget them, they're there in the sense like, oh, I forgot I was going to do this. Okay. well include that. Or even like, Oh, I forgot about this. Like, does this idea still even work with what I'm I'm doing? Does it? Add, did I do something different? And then now I'm looking at this old idea. Is there a middle ground between the two of them? And it and it helps me just organize my thoughts. And also it helps me see like, okay, so this is where I was at this point in time. So like two months ago, I viewed the this story this way. But now a couple months later, I'm actually kind of thinking it's more like this that has really, really helped me. Uh, and, and it's really helped me figure out, um, where I'm taking stories and, and it lets me see how the stories are changing without how they're, how they're changing without me, if that makes sense, or like how they're changing as I change, how the stories change, uh, my sensibilities change what I'm trying to tell with this story, things like that. Um, so that's always the first thing, is, is writing, trying my best, and, and also writing helps you remember. I think that there's a, some kind of statistic or something like that I've heard, just that, that writing something out does help you remember it, um, and then if you just kept it in your head or even if you typed it up, it's just something about the act of writing it out helps you. And it sure as heck has helped me, because I, I definitely need, I, I like doing that, I, I prefer handwriting notes as opposed to typing them um that I do a lot on like notes that like typed but I I prefer writing it I've actually even considered I've thought about writing out some of my scripts I I've I've thought a lot about that doing that on like pen and paper just as like a fun exercise but also just to see um just to see if I how I feel because some people do that you know they'll do it on like yellow legal pads you know I've I've been thinking about that a lot though so that's that's the first thing when I when I have when I'm brimming with ideas and when I'm just like firing off on so many cylinders I'm like I need to get it it needs to escape this mind prison it needs to go somewhere else for a little bit another thing and I've learned this is just being okay with taking breaks from your work stepping away from it like I said I I did those those six scripts and then I took a very minimal break and then I went right into writing three more um, for the next installment and while I was happy to have those three done, um, I felt so burnt out. Um, and, and I, I felt like I needed to take a step away from the project. I needed to let myself worry about other things, work on other things and develop other ideas because I think I was just so, excuse me, I think I was so ingrained in that, that, the, the that script process that I was just, I was just making everything about that and I was just so gung-ho and just getting I was getting lost in the work I was and not in a good way there is a good way to get lost in the work but I think I was getting lost in the stress that I was needlessly putting on myself the the dry I, I it felt more like I was forcing myself to write rather than this is something I know I need to do like it just felt like oh like I was I was I was because I didn't have a job, it almost felt like I was punishing myself. Because it was like, well, you have to have something that's like a job. So, like that's how I felt, and and I feel a lot better about it now. That's why I think I have that drive is because I realize sometimes you do need to take, you know, when you when you, especially because I felt like ideas did start to develop a little bit better once I was wasn't just like worrying about putting them down. Yes, I put them down in my notes, but like not being worried about having to put them into the script right away or put them in an outline or something like that it let me that pause kind of it's it eased back on the the creative juice you know the creative gas a little bit and I was able to cruise a little more in the creative ideas I wasn't like so just ah I'm thinking about volume three and volume four it was like well no let's back off you you've written half of volume two let's think about the other three let's really give those other three rather than just force those three into this creative overload, this creative burnout. Let's let them sit. Let's let them simmer at a normal creative pace so that you aren't rushing them. You aren't you aren't uh, shoehorning them into being a story that they aren't necessarily. And taking that time to just let them sit, let them simmer, let them become what they are. And then I've even noticed like because uh, my work isn't necessarily – tied to my creativity my my work my overload is more focused on just getting my job done and and doing the best and on the flip side of that my creative brain is there in the background thinking about stuff while i'm working and i because of that just the other day i i crack i think i finally started to um crack the story on one of these scripts that has just been I just, I, I've had the idea, but I just could not get my head around the, the story structure and the themes and the arc that the character goes on. I just could not wrap my brain around it. And and it's one of the ones I was the most excited for. But then as it came time to start writing it, I was like, you know, I was so, like, I was almost looking at it as a, like a roadblock because I was just like, ah, I just need to get past the script because I need to get to the next one because I really want to do that one. That's the one I really want to do or yada, yada, yada. And having that time away has has let my brain relax a little bit because it's not just like a bunch of fireworks shooting out of my brain of ideas it, it's more like um I don't know it's more like what is it like if It's not fireworks shooting out it's like uh uh it's like a nice it's just like a nice simmering fire you know you're still getting warm from it if you it's not maybe quite the spectacle but if you you still look at it you know it's still nice to look at it's still fun um, something like that, or maybe it's like an LED light show, you know. Maybe it's something more like something like that, like uh, uh, you know, it's not popping off, going crazy, crazy sounds, things like that. But there is still a fun thing to be had with it. So yeah, taking that time away ha- has really helped, and having these jobs where um, my creativity can kind of sit and simmer and, and have more time to develop, I I think that um, I think that it's helping the project and, and it's helping my my brain. Because it's not just so like, oh, here's what the idea is you're going to do in five years or two years or, oh my gosh, I, this idea, I have to set this idea up now so that it pays off in three years and, you know, things like that. That has definitely helped. Backing off, you know, taking my foot off the gas has, has really helped. Uh, another thing is like having an outlet to... um to talk about those things. Like, you know, obviously, I have the people in my life, I have, I have my fiance, I have different people I can talk to. And that that helps a, a, a massive ton get yourself. Uh, if you don't have it already get yourself a really strong support group. Um, and people that understand what you're going through people that are patient with you, that is definitely key to you know, you can bounce ideas off them, but also just be like, you know, tell them like, I, I have so much I want to do. And I don't know where to start. And they can help ground you. They can help you, you know, plot out what you plan to do. And it doesn't have to be, you know, they, they can help you see that it doesn't need to be immediate. That That's something that has helped me. Uh, you know, I've had people, you know, remind me and, and pull me back to earth and let me know, like, dude, it, it's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Like, pace yourself. Relax. No, it's not going there. You know, or, like, it's not going anywhere. You're, you're still on the track. Yes, it's slower than you want it to be, but you're still in the race, pal. Like, relax. Um, That has been a a big help is is seeing that seeing that full picture has definitely helped me. And and also, I think that um, especially for me, I get so just so locked on one project and like it becomes my entire being and I can't focus on anything else kind of goes with the um taking a step back I like to move on I I like to sidestep and go okay well let's go to this idea that isn't nearly as developed and let's just play around with it for a little bit let's let's see did I learn anything from this last project or the other thing I'm learning on uh, or learning from or working on I should say can I can I apply something new can I did it open up a new approach? Like I think that's happened on some of my other ideas because I'm not so like full blast on them that occasionally when I need to get away from this project, I think about those and I go, oh, that's a new element I can add to that. Or, oh, you know, this, this is, I've used some of the ideas for this in my other thing. How about I try something new or like, what's this new take I can do? I think that's been a real big help. Uh, having that, uh, being able to go project to project, uh, but I think that um, another thing that I've been doing to conquer creative overload and and just make sure that I am make sure that I'm calming down is I am taking in more stories. I, I'm trying to look at other creatives' work and realize, like you know, there is there is nuance to this, that there is, um, it almost lets me put my, not put my brain on, like, turn my brain off, I don't really like that phrase, but, um, it lets me detach from my own, my own creativity for a little bit, and I, and I, and that sounds kind of weird, like, as I kind of said it, but it's like, I can so like for example, um, I've been reading. Uh, pfft, I don't know well, this is turning not just a geek, um, but uh, I've been reading rereading a lot of uh, Jason Aaron's run on Thor uh, that he did with um, Russell Douderman, Assad Ribic, Mike Del Mundo, and a, a litany of other artists. Um, I've been reading rereading that, and that's something that's um, that's something that I read when I was. Uh, younger, and you know, and I wanted to do, like, a full reread, you know, and and get any tie-in issues that I missed at the time, things like that, and just read it all as one big story now that it's over, and, I mean, it's been over for a few years now, and having that helped me kind of detach from my own stories, like, I, even as I was getting my, you know, I think anytime I start to get the itch back, especially for this, you know, particular project, the audio drama, I get, again, I get too, I get too jazzed up about the future stuff. When I'm like, okay, you need to stay. You're you're worrying about like you're you're riding five steps ahead, and we're still on step one. Like you need to slow down. Just because I'm letting myself ride ahead doesn't mean that I need to be like you know, I'm letting myself ride ahead on volume two, right? I shouldn't be neglecting Volume One just because of that, especially since I'm the person like I'm directing everything, I'm writing everything, I'm acting in some of them, I'm show running the whole thing, I'm I'm gonna be pre- uh, overseeing things in post production. Like I need to slow down and, and like having other people's work to take in and rewatch other people's movies or watch the movies for the first time helps me remember like okay like look. They didn't do this in just one year. This whole story wasn't told in just one year. To go back to the example of Jason Aaron's Thor, which also I probably will be talking about that on a future episode of Not Just A Geek, I have a lot to talk about on that run, so stay tuned for that. Um, I was reading that story, you know, it started in 2012 and it ended in 2019. That's It took seven years to tell that story across almost like 100 comic book issues about 100 I can't remember I think he actually did write like 100 scripts that wasn't done in in one night and in those ideas you know it took a long time for those ideas to develop it took a long time and I'm sure you know he probably had the, all these ideas firing off but I I would assume he you know he took his time he wasn't just like okay I got to get to this beat so I can get to the beat. no it he let his story tell itself he took as long as he needed I'm sure he was f- overflowing with ideas but he paced them out. He he paced out those big moments. He paced out those big reveals. He paced out, you know, made the audience wait for for Thor to become worthy again. You know, he becomes unworthy in like 2014, doesn't get the ha- his hammer uh back for until 2019. He does not so I'm not going to go into the logistics, but I, what I'm trying to say is like he took his time. I'm sure he had that, you know, I'm sure from the the second he started that run, he knew that Thor would eventually get his hammer back, but he he let he didn't just immediately rush to that. He didn't let that that excitement that creative, you know, fireworks going off. He didn't let that rush him to that point. He took his time. He told the story let the story tell itself. And that's something I'm I'm having to constantly remind myself is like look, you don't you can't get to those big moments that you want to far down the road until you put in the work here and you you slow down and stop thinking it's great that I have those ideas, but I can't let those ideas just derail what I'm working on now. I have to get to those ideas. Which all which all leads to um I think so we talked about writing the ideas down. We talked about taking these creative breaks. We we talked about pacing yourself. Um I think for me another thing that has helped with to create you know working on other projects. I think another and I, I kind of got off uh I kind of started at a different point, but what I was going to say was you know having a support group but then even for me having this show which is having something that is not related to your field. My my work, you know, my work that pays the pays the bills and keeps the light on the singular one light that we talk about here quite often. It um it's not related to my field of that I want my career in at all. It, it's not what I what I am. You know, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a storyteller. My neither one of my jobs is that, but it gives me something else to focus on. So like I said, so I'm not just like constantly, you know, like trying to wrangle a thousand ideas it it gives me something else to focus on gives me something else to um, put the same amount of work and effort into the same idea and and get a different level of gratification and satisfaction from but having this show is just something that lets me step aside from the creative stuff for a little bit I mean I'm still creative in, in different ways for the show obviously the show isn't written but I I work on the logos I work on the social media I I sit in front of the mic and talk I come up with the ideas I don't do notes anymore so I kind of just off the cuff uh, you know things like that and it lets me be a little more free because um, I'm not necessarily thinking about it gives me a place to talk about like how I feel overwhelmed or how I feel like I'm not doing enough but it, it, it's something in the same realm but it like scratches a different itch like it, it's a different kind of focus and, and it lets me like talking about these things helps me like talking about how like, sometimes I feel like I have too many ideas, which is a, which is a great problem to have. But I get overwhelmed by them. Like I get so in my own head. And I'm like, this idea we talked about, about like feeling like you're behind your peers. Um, sometimes I like think, okay, well, I got to get all these ideas out. So I can show that I'm working just as hard as everybody else. Like I have, I have just as much going on wouldn't believe I need to get all I need to rush all these out because I, I have so many ideas but it's like dude you need to focus on the ones that work you need to nurture them and and water them and bring them to life in um in the way that they will best be served and and I think that that's just something I need to I just need to slow down and and I think if you're out there and you feel like you're you're being overloaded like there's just so much like I would just say pick one thing pick one thing and develop that don't worry about the future things you know that's something I'm trying to teach myself I'm allowing myself to slowly move forward because I'm I'm in a place where my production is slowed down Um, but I'm not worrying about like volume seven I'm not worrying that far down the road you know assuming I even get there I'm not worrying about that right now I'm trying to just let my brain have a break for a little bit and that's why I put them in the notes so it's like my brain doesn't constantly have to be thinking about these things that I can set them aside and work on other things live my life enjoy things and that that that's a different part of the struggle you know we we love being creative we love telling our stories but sometimes you can't let I, I I get worried that the stories are you know or like that the ideas are just going to um that there's just too sometimes I get not even that there's too many but like that I'm being pulled in too many directions and it's frying my brain out the overload leads to burnout sometimes if you're not if you're not conscious of it and if you're not careful if you if you don't think about um if you don't think about it I guess and and that's something I'm trying to be conscious of is, is being better about that and not letting myself get overloaded to the point where I shut down. I'm trying to think about what else uh, I'd like to talk about before I wrap things up uh, for today's episode. Um, you know, I, again, working on the audio drama is my main thing right now. I, you know, I more and more every day I do get my, I, I do remember that like I gotta get. I got to get a film made. I got to. I am I'm, I'm I'm feeling that, you know, we, we talked about the um comparing your careers to other. We talked about that um in January. And I'm really really that's something I'm really struggling with right now. Uh, if we want to wrap it back around to what I'm struggling with right now, it is I wouldn't even say it's like comparing my careers to my peers right now. It's just I am um I feel like I'm a weird, I'm in a weird place right now, like, yes, I'm, I'm working, I'm in production, technically, on, on my, my audio series, but, um, I'm saying audio series now, because I'm getting tired of saying audio drama, I'm working on that, and I am technically in production, I, I, I especially want to get back to film, but I'm also just like, I just, I don't know, I'm, I feel weird, I don't know if it's because I am working so much now, but, um, I think right now I feel farther and farther away from the from the film career and and I think it's I think it truly is just because of like financial stability. Like I I'm starting to feel financially stable, so now I'm like worried about the possibility that in a few months I might not be again and just the uncertainty of what uh, of how long gigs are going to last and things like that. So I think that i'm just so i'm getting farther away from it because of just life things um because it's gonna be a while before i can you know before i make money on that thing um like the film career but i just i get so in my head and so worried about that about like I, I truly do, you know, and I and I and I try to be open on the show about it. Like that's what I'm I'm really struggling with is like, you know, I come on here and I I talk a big game, I guess, and I I feel so good about it, but then I'm I just realize like every day, you know, like it hits me every time, like like I feel so far away right now, like I I already did, but I feel even farther away, and and that's scaring me. I think it's scaring me because I can change that, like I I can. I can, uh, you know, raise money for a project. I, I have projects that are ready to go, but now I have like, whereas before I had time, uh, I had, I had time and drive. I still have the drive, but I have no time now. Um, and that just comes down to the, the world we live in. Like I have, you know i have to support myself and my my family and i have to make sure that i can live and have food <laughs> and you know uh, I, I, it, it's really rough right now and it, and i'm 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 never scared that i'm going to lose the drive but it's like it's hard to take the drive when there's no road um you know it, it it's really it's really hard right now because I don't know what the next step is. I don't even know what the first step is. You know, I want to make some short films, but it's, again, it's, I have to have people to work with and everyone has lives and, and I and I'm sympathetic to that like I I just I I don't even want to say envy but you know that that comparison you know I see other people that I that I know working on films and all the time and and they're able to no I mean I don't want to say effortlessly because I don't know what else you know I see the the pristine glorified version of what they're doing on you know social media I, I don't know what battles they're waging on the other side of the camera or the other side of the yeah but uh i it, it sometimes it just it seems like man like they they just they because of how consistent and hard working they are they they're in in the chances that they're taking and the the risks that they're taking they're just they're killing it and they're they're just going from gig to gig to gig and and it I'm just like, dang, man, like, I I wish, I wish I, I guess I wish I had the courage. Like, maybe, maybe it's a lack of courage I have right now. Maybe it's a lack of faith or maybe, maybe I'm being, um, maybe I'm being driven more by fear than I realize. Um, but I, am starting to, uh, starting to feel a little wayward, I guess. And I've been talking to people that are, that went to the same thing, you know, same school or that the same career that went down the same academic career path as me that, that did the same thing of going to film school like stuff like that and we just talk about like it is you can have the passion you can have the drive but sometimes it's just like life just kicks you in the teeth man it it just really does not um give up and give in and and it's just right I don't know it's just like with with the cost of living right now and things like that it's like I almost can't even fathom or think about the creative side because I'm like having to think about how am I gonna have meals in a week um (laughs) you know and it's it's scary to be to be so driven to that, like having to think about that so often, and it's like I, I want, I want to just take time off and and go and film movies with my friends, but it's also like I have to think about, I have to think about, you know, I have to be an adult, and I don't necessarily want to have to be, but I have, and I have to think about like how I'm going to provide and how I'm going to keep myself alive, and and it's scary, and it's scary in all all the obvious ways, but it's also like, am I going to lose the drive? Am I going to lose that hunger? am am i going to get passed over because i'm not willing to take the risks and the chances and, and you know i think i bet on myself to a certain degree but also am i am i falling behind quote unquote because i'm not taking the chances and i'm not taking the risks so that's what i'm thinking about a lot that's that's what I'm thinking about as I kind of wrap this episode up. Is like, you know, we talked about creative overload and, and conquering it and letting yourself relax and letting your ideas relax and pacing yourself. But at the same time, I'm wondering if I'm not pushing myself hard enough. If I'm not giving it my all uh, because I'm afraid of what's awaiting me. Or if, you know, if I take a chance on myself, am I going to fail? And am I, if I, if I, I don't know am I getting too comfortable in other paths that are not not my career having to navigate that and and I think I'm I think I'm doing a pretty good job right now but and maybe I'm just waiting for something a little more stable before I take the full plunge in, in getting back and I say getting back but it's almost like I don't think I've ever really was there you know I was in film school making shorts and stuff like that but I should have been doing that when I was younger with my friends. I should have been doing it more when I was at film school, taking advantage of all the equipment that I could use and the locations and having people that were eager and, and hungry to, to be on set uh, and, and work. I think I let myself get complacent. And I and now, post-film school, I feel like I've done nothing. I ha- And I know I've done things. I'm not trying to be, like, just so down in the dirt that I think I've done nothing. I have done stuff, but I feel like I haven't done anything that is going to get me where I need to go. I don't think any of it has panned out in a way where I I need I've gotten I need to get myself where I need to go. I've almost been graduated from film school for three years now. And I barely had anything to show it uh, when I was in film school and then when I graduated and I feel like I have really nothing in the last three years to show for for my, my film career. And that that bums me out and it scares me. But I think that, that fear is a hell of a motivator and, and I think it's gonna get me off my bum. Because this year, no year is a make it or break it. And I, and I don't even think about like fifth year is my year because I say every year is my year. Every year is my chance to do something. But there's something about this year where I'm like 25 years old. I think I need to prove something to myself. I need to do something to prove to myself I have it. Not if I still have it, but if I have it at all and if I have ever had it in the first place. I think that's something I'm setting for myself that, that this is the year I have to show myself that I still have that hunger still have that drive it's nice to say that I do and it's nice to push myself and it's nice to constantly remind my or constantly try to uplift myself with this notion that I have it but I think this year I had to prove it to myself I think it has to stop being words and it needs to start being actions so that's going to do it for this week's installment of not just a guy not just a guy will return in two weeks Uh, I'm going to, I've been talking a lot about the audio drama, but I, I am going to go more of a deep dive into new ventures. Uh, that that's kind of a loose theme for the month. We'll see how many I get out of it, but that one is going to be, I'm going to be talking about writing an audio drama, the, how I transitioned from, uh, script, you know, film writing, film script writing to, uh, writing an audio drama, how I came to it, what I learned, what I've learned writing it. Um, how i've transferred that back to my film work um the challenges of learning to write an audio drama how it's changed me as a storyteller that is all uh what i'm going to talk about on that particular episode next week will be not just a guy episode 2 i believe i'm going to be talking about final uh, final, final fantasy 7 remake i'm going to be talking about that uh with the uh impending final fantasy 7 rebirth coming out next week uh, i'm going to be talking about that and i'm going to be talking about. Reboot quills and I'm going to be talking about reimaginings of stories, and why this one hit me. Why it, it's uh, almost like a new generate. It, it's can be a perfect show of the hero's journey for a new generation, things like that. I'm gonna we'll be talking about that next week on Not Just a Geek, and then in two weeks on Not Just a Guy. New ventures, writing in audio drama. You can follow the show at not j- the, 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 the. you can follow the show at NJGPRD inJG prod that is on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow myself, the guy at Garrett Brioni's on instagram g-a-r-r-e-t-t b-r-i-o-n-e-s or at garrett s brionis on twitter just rewind the just rewind the uh <laughs> the spelling and just add an s between garrett and Briones. i have been your host not just a guy the guy garrett Briones, and i will talk at you next time This has been a Not Just A Guy production.